You staying home tonight? I hadn't planned on it, no. Plan on it. For all this trouble. <laughs> there was guys. There were guys there. There were guys. I went to so many birthday parties. That was like... So I went to so many birthday parties of my friends in orchestra and I loved it because all of their moms made amazing food. So, okay. so I'd go to like, and I mean, I hope this isn't racist, but I'd go to like, like Vietnamese moms. Yeah. Oh yeah. Filipino moms. Oh yeah. Adobo. Korean moms. I mean, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. It was amazing. Primarily Filipino in Florida. Cause I grew up in Florida. Fun. So primarily Filipino, uh, moms. So a lot of, a lot of that kind of food and a lot of karaoke at every birthday party. Dude. <laughs> karaoke is a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Korean karaoke. That was normally. Have you ever been to one of those Korean karaoke places? No. And do they have them around here? There's karaoke. If you go to karaoke spots, yeah. it's like um, there's one that I've been to, and I think it's a thing. So like you go in, and it looks like it would have been like a movie theater, meaning like you walk in and there's a big lobby, mm-hmm. and you rent rooms, and in the rooms is like a is a party. Oh, so and it's so like a private a par- private it's like a party private room. karaoke thing. That sounds amazing. Dude, it is a blast. How uh, many people can you fit in a room? Fifteen. Crowded. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, twenty crowded. It's like no, t- like yeah, that's a like good size room. Four. You feel like a king. <laughs> like you know, it's like, and then they like, bring all this fried food. Oh, really? They'll bring. Oh, yeah, wow. don't do it though. It, but it's cool to, <laughs> to like. <laughs> you don't. You won't agree with you. I won't agree with you. That's amazing. Anyway. Well, I don't really have I'm I don't really have a structure to this. Okay. Does that look okay to you? It looks great. You got professionalized. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of start. Do you have a hard out? No. <laughs> Perfect. Mm-hmm. Let's clean. Let's All right, here we clean. Here we go. Cheers. Welcome to the show, Sean. Hey, thanks for having me. How did we meet? We met online, but I know I know you like I'm like I've been adjacent to you, I feel like. Cool. And then when I like and then when we started connecting on Instagram, mm-hmm. I was like, man, like I've like I know of you, but just like adjacently, like through Father Pontifex uh-huh. or through Fat Mass or through all these other projects and stuff like that. So when you emailed me, or uh, yeah, when you emailed me, I was with my friend Dustin, and I said, "Hey," um, and I brought you up, and I brought yeah. up the email, and I looked you up on IG, and I showed him. He goes, "Who is this guy?" And he and he started looking through your followers. I was like, oh, "That's what people do. People like." <laughs> Look through other people's followers yes. to see how they know. And I'm like, that's genius. Oh, my gosh. Super the, smart. The most fun you can do is to go, especially like celebrities. Like, oh. who does John Mayer follow? Oh, and stuff like that. Don't, get, don't do that. Yeah. Don't tell me. What? It's so it's fun. It's going to be a problem. No, it's so fun. Like, who does Trump follow? <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, yeah. And also a shout out because I have a friend who recently followed someone on Instagram, but they didn't know that you could, like, other people can see who you follow. Yes. And they, fo- they, they followed someone shady. I don't think they know. And I don't know if it's my responsibility to reach out to them and tell Definitely them. Definitely not. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you don't, they don't know that everyone knows, then it's fine. Oh, wait, wait. I, I guess you're going to have to quantify the shadiness. So I, well, mm, it, was, a, it was pretty shady. It was like... Like fo- this person's publicly known as being a shady person or something? Well, no, just followed a very shady account. They followed like a pretty like... Like a shady, a racy account. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, and yeah. no, well, and not not just yeah, ra- uh, yeah, you see racy. What I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Th- yeah, yeah. They, it's almost like yeah, your YouTube history. Yeah, it's like, hey, grandpa, you need to stop liking <laughs> or sharing things, dude. <laughs> On dude. Facebook, that was a thing. Okay, I'm all Facebook. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know when Instagram first came out. I thought it was an app 
that put cool filters on your photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what it was, right? I think everyone thought, yeah. But I didn't know it was a social media account. Yeah. yeah. I go to lunch with my worship pastor and, and the creative guy at the church, and we're eating lunch, and he's like, whatever, whatever. And he's like, yeah, I follow you on Instagram. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, it was way early yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, I see all the beers that you post. <laughs> And it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Except just, you feel I might, because, cause, yes, because mm-hmm. I would have a beer at lunch. I'm working yeah. at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I'm just, like, and I'm like, I'm gonna take a picture of this beer, put yeah. a cool filter on it, yeah. and be like, it was before I before like beer apps were yeah. a thing where yeah, you yeah. could like you could rank them and stuff. So yeah, you, you keep, so you could keep tabs, keeping records because it was when the craft ones were blowing up, and it's like you. Yeah. The idea was to try new stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to me. Dude, that's just like there's an so app. So he told me, yeah, and I freaked out. I was like, wait a minute. That there's an app, uh, Visco, V S C O. Okay. It's a photo mm-hmm. app. Yeah. You can put, I use it primarily for filters, but yes. there is like a community aspect that you can, you can share the photo somehow, but it's different than Instagram in that you can just post the photos for yourself. So I can see exactly like mm. when Instagram first comes out, you just think like, no, I'm just, this is my little archive. Like, yeah. this is my. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then he told me, and we're at lunch, I pull it out, and I look, and I'm like, I have so and so many followers. Yeah. And I was like, it, and it followers. was that moment of like the vulnerability. Like, yeah. I know I didn't post shady stuff. Yeah. But I didn't know people yeah. could see the things I'm taking pictures yeah, of. Yeah. 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 It's strange. You kind of need like a, like a, some type of agreement at the beginning where they, they tell you, Hey, no, you just, just don't be stupid. <laughs> don't be stupid. <laughs> You know, you know, and people ask me that, like, people ask me that a lot. Um, I have friends and stuff who say, how do you, because they want to put out more stuff online. Yeah. And they're like, aren't you afraid that, like, putting out stuff, that you're, like, putting yourself out there, that mm-hmm. it's out there forever? And I, the only answer I have is, like, a long time ago, I just decided that everything I put online, like, that I'm going yeah. to just be exposed. Yes. And so I need to just live in a way that I'm not ashamed of. Like, if I were, if Dude. I put a picture of a beer online then i stand behind that like it, i'm not ashamed i'm not gonna pretend to be some polished this is especially back when i was in youth ministry i'm not gonna pretend sure. to be like a polished uh guy without problems and issues and i and i think social media is turning into that like this is who we are it's changing yeah exactly i'm with you i think that there's a um a thing that you have to say to yourself mm-hmm. i know what i'm doing and why i'm doing yeah it. yeah and um, I think one of the reasons I got off Facebook and, and a lot of the things that around Facebook is that, you know, certain people want, they want to, uh, they want these online communities to be something they're not. Yeah. And then, and then also they, they might, I can't speak for other people, but I'm just saying it's, it's almost like this idea that they're not thinking about why they're doing what mm, they're doing. Mm. You they're know what like I mean? They're just posting They're random just doing people. it. Yeah. They're yeah, just yeah. doing it. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not perfect. Like, again, like, yeah. I'm not saying I know everything why yeah. I do it, yeah, yeah. but there, there has to be a reason. So like, um, and then there's that other aspect where everything is overly curated. Mm, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's we're like talking I'll, about one side of it, but it's the other side is completely yeah, it's ridiculous like I, too. I, I want to be an, I want to be an influencer. I want to build my brand. It's like everyone's building their own brand. Yeah, and stuff or it's like that. completely just yeah. not reality. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, Man. Well, that's a thing. So how did you get into music? Have you always been into music? I was, um, yes, I always liked music. Um, I think popular culture kind of just shows that. But it was. it's funny. I think I really started getting into it when I was a teenager. I was a skateboarder. Mm-hmm. Where'd you grow up? 
Um, I moved to Dallas when I was 11. Mm-hmm. From where? And from Louisiana. Okay. From Southwest cool. Louisiana. Cool. So that was really cool. Your parents are from there? Uh, my mom. My mom is. Yeah. My dad's from Alabama. Okay. So um, music was really popping. I mean, I think music's always popping, but yeah. Snoop Dogg and all that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. coming up. But I was just a skateboarder, and I think skateboard had skateboarding had such an aesthetic it was really 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 strong yeah yeah, yeah. and so the skate companies and skateboarders i liked really skated in these urban areas and they skated to this hip-hop music and they had this east coast fashion and aesthetic and i I think i got really into it and then one skate video had like a dj in the video Mm -hmm. and i was like that's what that is like because i i've seen it yeah but then, like experiencing the music and being a teenager, and then seeing it with skateboarding, I was like, "Wait up! Yeah, this yeah. is a whole thing." Yeah, and this was like you're living in Dallas, and like what time? This is when you're 11, kind of like around that time period. What is that no. noise? Do you hear that noise? Is I think your camera's there? about to self destruct. <laughs> it's about to blow up. When <laughs> no, was, so what? I got I got into music when I was a kid. So I mean, I think I really just started started decided to like, well, I'm going to make music kind yeah. of as a teenager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what kind of music? Like. Were you writing music, writing lyrics? Were you making like tracks? Like, what what was the stuff that you were into? I mean, as a as a kid, I would write lyrics all the time. So yeah, I was yeah. way into grunge music when grunge was out. Really? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. So way into grunge, and I used to write songs yeah. at, in class. Yeah, yeah. Do you play guitar or anything like that? Or you... No, like I my my parents reminded me that they offered me to get a guitar, but my friend Ryan had a guitar, and I have women feminine hands that's not <laughs> a diss too. to women me too <laughs> like it's not like just for yeah. me yeah, i was yeah. like when i get on a guitar i'm like that was a lot of pressure yeah you yeah. have to put weight on the top of that and as a <laughs> this kid is hard as a kid i mean i think now maybe i can reach yeah. the top string yeah, yeah. yeah but as a kid i was like mm, nah. yeah, yeah, yeah uh so i think once i saw like djing i saw i would i would rap at parties and way into the hip-hop thing and then and then i bought turntables when i was in high school yeah yeah Yeah. so you were doing grunge and hip-hop and rap Mm -mm, no no no. grunge was really popping and then like it all changed it all changed okay it all changed like the next school year (laughs) what was it what was it was it just like a certain album that came out or something Uh What, what was it yeah, Wu Tang. It was just Wu Tang. It was just like um, I wouldn't say it's just Wu Tang, but it was just like those groups around that time. Yeah, like the whole aesthetic changed. Yeah. for me, and it was really about getting more into skateboarding. Yeah, 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 the more I got into skateboarding, the more I was like, because it's like where you skateboarded. So then we started going downtown Dallas to skateboard. Yeah, and so. I love skateboarding downtown Dallas. Yeah. And so when you watch skate videos of the skaters that skated in the downtown urban areas, yeah. um, they were skating to hip hop mm-hmm. and they were wearing like, you know, like, uh, uh, like cargo pants, like, uh, army pants. Yeah. 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 And so and that whole aesthetic, you were like, this is me. I just, yeah. I, I mean, as a kid. Yeah. 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 But I think once I saw like, um, the, the action of it, I was like, oh, like this, there's something special, different to it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think it was that drew? What? It was just really different. The yeah. DJing was really, really different. Yeah, it was yeah. just, it's just that rebel feel of it. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I loved hip hop, but even at that time, I was never like one to say like, I hate this type of music. Mm-hmm. Like Bjork was really popping okay. and um, 
Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. And and then Ska was so huge at that time. Oh, so yeah, like yeah. I loved I got I, into a little Ska. Yeah, yeah. Operation Ivy. Okay. And then Rancid. Like I still loved and skate punk was huge. Yeah. Like punk music. Yeah, you know, yeah, little yeah. MXPX, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so that whole aesthetic. Yeah. Like we would skate with those guys, those yeah. punk rock skaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like everybody had their own little musical thing. Yeah. But we all kind of came together as like rebel yeah. teenagers. Yeah. So were most of you guys just like making music and writing lyrics and stuff? A or? few of us, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. How how did you go about? Were you just like like what what was the main thing that? Because right now, I mean, if I think I feel like a kid today, if they wanted to make music, they'd buy an Apple laptop. Oh yeah, and they start making. But back then, what were you what were you using to make music? I think just old old equipment that'd be hand me down stuff. Yeah. So like yeah, yeah. I had an old uh, hand me down drum machine. Mm-hmm. This was later. I wasn't. A, this was like late teens that I got this drum machine. But I think uh, hip hoppers use like tape decks because yeah. you could ha- you'd have a tape deck and there'd be two tape yeah. decks yeah, and yeah. you could could cassette you could re- dub one tape to the next. Yeah. And so you had like a, a recording track type thing. So you yeah. could plug a mic into your stereo or you you would loop. It's called pause loop tapes, yeah. and you could make these little edits. Yeah. And so it was just stuff like that. And like I don't know if you ever knew, but like if you had like a stereo with a microphone input you could take your headphones and plug them in the mic input and just turn it up all the way and yell into the headphones really because uh because speakers what? are microphones the same thing. Yeah. yeah okay i did know so that so you could yeah, so yeah, you yeah. could record yeah that's wild so would you do some stuff like that like, oh yeah yeah what about sampling sampling was like mm-hmm. a big thing too yeah did you like sample a lot of stuff and yeah, yeah. i've only recently kind of just stopped sampling I, yeah. I still sample but i don't like it's not like it used to be yeah, yeah yeah so what happened after high school or what was your experience of high school and then going to where you are now like what yeah i don't know man <laughs> <laughs> it's all a blur yeah <laughs> yeah after i mean i think after high school as far as music goes i think music i um i bought turntables like my senior year yeah and um i did some shows and then there was a local rapper who was like hey come dj for me and i started making music with him yeah and it kind of changed yeah. uh, from there he was a little older so he was like my big bro and he was already doing music yeah. so for music side i kind of started at that point and and never really stopped i slowed yeah. down yeah. certain parts of my life but like as um when i when it became a profession you know i it was, I was lucky enough as a, a young adult when things changed in my life, I was able to go, okay, well, I'm going to make money with music. Yeah. Well, what, what, what changed or like what, I think, um, a lot of people, a lot of my friends struggle with this, you know, when do I jump into a professional creative career full time and when do I just like do it on the side and, and then when do you stop? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Seriously, I like I've. That's another sim- question nobody brings up, right? By the way. Yeah, and and like uh, you know, especially if you try something on the side and you're like, how do I know if this is successful so or what is success or like, am I <sighs> should I just focus on my art? Should I focus on what people are saying about like? That's so real. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. that those questions never stop, and you should never stop asking those yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. But I think for me, what made me like jump into it, like I'm going to pursue this more. So I had already made several albums and did lots of things that I really liked. Yeah. And, um, I had a, I have a son Mm -hmm. and when he was really young, he lost his hearing, like really Mm. young, like as he was learning to talk, he was losing his hearing, but we didn't know until he just kind of stopped talking. Yeah. Wow. How old was he when that happened? Real, I mean, when kids learn to talk. Dang, 
That's super so, young. So, yeah. yeah, really young. I can't, I'm not good with that. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. dates, like, you know, between one and two. Yeah. Between yeah. one and two. And that's hard to tell if they're, yeah, like, that That would be hard to tell. He if went from, like, her. talking to just mouthing. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't that heartbreaking? Yeah. Kind of weird. So, yeah. So, at that point, we, so he, we've learned about his hearing uh, stuff. Yeah. And what then, was it that caused that? The, you don't know. And then, like, you when. Know, it's crazy. My mom, same thing. Uh, yeah. I remember I was in high school. My mom just woke up, lost hearing in one ear. Oh, wow. She just woke up. And I remember we were on our way back from church. And I was like, Dad, why is mom? She doesn't seem in a good mood. And yeah. dad's like, you know, well, you know, and told me like, you know, she's just, she lost her hearing in one ear and just doesn't know why. And oh, wow. years of going to the doctor, they tried all sorts of, they just like, like, we don't know. Like, isn't right. that wild? Yep. When we, when we got his hearing tested and they said this stuff and we were like, why? And they're like, well, we don't, nobody ever really knows. And it's really hard to find out That's why. so crazy. And he says, even when you find out why, it doesn't really make a big difference. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that, that's a, you're like you're a doctor. You're supposed to have answers to stuff yeah, like this. But it's almost like with that with his problem is you know um, the hearing uh, when sound comes through your ear it goes his those little hairs mm. and those send like that electrical information to your brain. Yeah. Like his hairs were all messed up in there. Interesting. Yeah. And they said that you know that happens. Yeah. Of it, it's not like it was always there, but it just kind of happened. Yeah. And so if that's the case, it's like. Well, we we can't do anything about that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. So that's why. It's, that's yeah. why it's almost like, yeah, I get it, Doc. Like, dang, I know. So yeah. was that? Yeah, sorry, I took no, you off. No. But that was related to like things changing. You found out. So we found out he lost his hearing. So we decided to take him to a special school, a private school. Okay. And so to take him to the private school, it was like forty minutes away. Mm-hmm. So my wife had a great career path. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I'll quit my job, and then I'll just take him. And it's like a half school; it's like a preschool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just try to figure out how to make money, uh, and I, we can take him to this school. Yeah, and that was kind of it. And so we, that was like, well, I don't really have a choice. Yeah. What, what was what was the bulk of what you were doing to make money? Was it DJ shows? Yeah, doing shows, becoming like a mobile DJ. Like that's like a job. Yeah, that's like a real job. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. uh, just like people, uh, you know. It's just the party industry, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. you rent a, a bounce house, yeah. you rent a karaoke yeah, you machine a DJ. guy, yeah. you you hire a DJ. Yeah. yeah, it was like a job. But there's a lot of weddings and stuff. I did have a wedding company. Oh, wow. a separate wedding company. That's smart. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was smart. It was awesome because I had a friend that helped me. Like he was like, let's, uh, you know, we were brave enough to do it together, and I wouldn't want to do it by myself. Yeah. And mobile DJing was hard enough for me, anyways, because I was such like a music nerd. Mm-hmm. That I was like, I don't know what regular people like, and in fact, I don't like what regular people like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I started doing that, it was like a, it was a. I, I find now this is my strength, but it was like, I had to like stop and study. Yeah. And like every time I met somebody, I asked them what kind of music they like. Yeah. 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 I, I just, I, it was like a learning. It was yeah. like reading a book. Yeah, yeah. So I really became that person that was like, okay, what do people like? What works? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So, you, so you kind of trained yourself to be like attuned to, to, uh, to the audience, like what the audience liked. And yeah. Yeah. Cause I wanted to be able to, uh, do a good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like some DJs are like artists. Yeah. And then like but a mobile DJ you hire them like you pay them 
you pay them a lot of money and it's like you expect them to do what you want them to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like I found like if I could just keep the party going and get keep people away from me, mm-hmm. if I was doing a great job, I wouldn't have to deal with yeah. a lot of the extra yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of people coming up and suggesting songs. Yeah, so I was like, I'm just going to kill it. So they don't have to do that. <laughs> so when did you start getting into, so you're, you're DJing and stuff, but you do a lot of production, right? Like Yeah, so I was making music um right out of high school i started making beats through sampling okay cool yeah through sampling and through that guy eric craddock shout out so um so that was the first guy that kind of asked me to start djing for his group yeah and then i saw them making music and i was like well i can make better music than that which Mm. i couldn't but i thought i could (laughs) right dude i know exactly i know exactly that feeling yeah so by our first like official record i produced all the beats and then the second record was a lot better and uh so yeah i just was producing hip-hop music for a lot a long time yeah and then so it's just word of mouth people are like hey we want you to keep well the internet was popping yeah so think about that yeah. think about like from 2000 to 2007 yeah. and 8 was like, it all like myspace dude it was like the forums mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then myspace yeah and then um i mean and then facebook but it's like but that was huge like the forums and like SoundClick mm-hmm. and mp3.com yeah, yeah, and yeah. myspace Dang. so music was just a thing on yeah. the internet yeah 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 that's wild man. so that's how it worked for yeah. me because it was so popular yeah. yeah so after you after you told your wife that you were just going to try to do that full time like what was what was that like like what well, was... i didn't really have to tell her it was like somebody had to drive him to school <laughs> So it was kind of cool. I was like, oh, great. You have your master's degree in this? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you keep going yeah. on your career yeah, path? Yeah. I joke all the time yeah. to my wife. I'm like, I would love to just be a stay-at-home mom. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I would love to be a mommy blogger. I'll just blog. Well, you, I mean, you bring home the I wish I, I wish there was blogs back then. I did have a blog. <laughs> yeah. Around that time when my kids yeah. were really young. So yeah. So I stayed home with my kids. Yeah. My, my next kid. Yeah. I stayed home with How her. How many kids do you have? Two. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So, so when did you and Dustin meet? um yep early on kind of like no 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 just through music (laughs) yeah so um i was doing a show and then either i think dustin saw me at the door in dallas Mm -hmm. and somebody told him that i was um like i was a catholic or whatever which i'm not but i'm so glad that he came up and said what's up to me (laughs) yeah and so one of the groups i started djing for a group saw me djing at the door asked me to perform with them at the door when they were gonna have a show coming up and they were two catholic dudes and then dust heard about this catholic rap group at the door in dallas so when he came and saw us he thought i was the catholic guy and then so like then but it doesn't what was matter the group what was the group called? uh 0.5 covenant okay i don't think so right. yeah so like we so 2000 maybe three okay okay so um he invited us he started doing a thing called fatmass.com mm. and it was an apologetics website yeah and then but he decided uh to add this hip-hop thing to it yeah and so he would do some he had lined up some shows mm-hmm. And so he brought us to do the show. So we've known each other since then. Yeah. And it's crazy how long it's been now. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, and you also work with like Father Pontifex yeah. too, right? Mm-hmm. Was that through Dustin or something like that? Or? Well, I've known Father Pontifex through the Catholic hip hop scene. Nice. Nice. So like a lot of those, well. Gosh, the, the Catholic hip hop scene. That's such a strange. I, <laughs> I know, but it's funny if you, when you think about people that are making music yeah. with a certain, it's almost like saying like the folk banjo scene. I know, right? Yeah. Like, it's so crazy. You yeah. think that's not a thing. Yeah. 
bro, you're going to get hit up by some folk banjo people. <laughs> yeah, They're like, yeah, right? shout out folk banjo. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah. is there a banjo that's not folk, by the way? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Classical banjo know. scene. It would be like, yeah, it would be like Catholic theremin players, you know, or like. I don't know. Like Hip hop is a, niche. I'd like theremins, but yeah. <laughs> that's not that niche. It is a niche. Yeah, yeah, yeah But yeah, totally. in music, niches work. Yeah. So. I struggle with the whole niche thing because, I mean, like, for like this podcast and stuff yeah. like that, like. There's part of me that knows that if I niche down into like, oh, this is Catholic stuff, mm-hmm. sometimes it's easier to do that. Of course. Because you're like, because people are like, oh, yeah, it's the only Catholic uh, men under 40 podcast, right? Love it. But yeah. then there's a, this other part of me that's like, like struggles with it and not wanting to put a label on it and wanting oh to gosh. just be as vague as possible. So it's because just... you're from this generation, bro. <laughs> it's my... I don't know. <laughs> Diagnose me, please, uh, Sean. Yeah. I <laughs> just think, yeah. I think maybe younger people don't have an issue with that so much because yeah. they've come around so much branding and marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for us, all of this is we don't want to be branded and marketed. And I think every kind of generation has their yeah, thing. But honestly, yeah, yeah. I really think that's almost. I would I would immediately say that's a generational thing because the reality is when you know marketing, yeah, you if you don't have an itch, you're dead. Yeah, that's true. Like you know what I'm that's saying? True, marketing yeah, yeah. is all about knowing yeah. exactly who you're trying to target, and yeah. then when you target that person, you're saying, "Hey, I'm the one for you." Yeah, that's so, true. But but I think what you said is almost every one of my peers. We all say that. Yeah, we all go. So we don't want to do it. Yeah, and you know what? I think it's probably our just concept our idea of what that means yeah yeah yeah. it's not the reality it's just kind of maybe the idea of really what that means tried both like i remember a while back i tried starting a website called reverb culture and it was for catholic young adults and but i i just got tired internally of constantly speaking directly to the catholic audience okay and so I was like, man, like I, I just felt the tug to do more superficial clickbaity stuff. Yeah. It's like every Halloween, here's like the top 10 Catholic saints you should know about. I'm like, I don't, I would r- much rather like get outside of that bubble right. and, and talk to other people. Like, so I don't know. It's, I think we should just, dis- I think that's fair yeah. to say that though. Right. Yeah. And I think it's fair to explore that. Yeah. Genuine, being genuine. Yeah. I, so. Yeah. And it's funny too, because like as a as a kid, part of the reason I do a, a lot of stuff online is just because as a kid, like I just wanted to. I would have loved. I listen to. Do you listen to podcasts at all, like Joe Rogan or anything like I that? I do listen to a lot of podcasts. I don't listen to Joe okay, Rogan, but so I love podcasts. Joe, what were some that you listen to? What do you like? My favorite one is my favorite like surface level one yeah, yeah, is yeah. the Nine Club. It's a skateboarding. Oh, okay, I haven't heard pod- that. Okay, yeah, it's a skateboarding podcast. But I uh, I love. Um, all kinds of podcasts i I follow some theologian guys i follow some churches but then i also follow like uh business ones do you follow any sermons do you follow any like like uh sermon of the week type ones no i I follow ravi zacharias dude i i am one of the biggest ravi zacharias fans in the world yeah okay so his two channels saved my life in high school just like listening to him like kept me christian He's so rad because he's like one of those preachers that have been around a long time. And so he has these staple messages. Yeah. And on his podcast, they just keep playing the same ones over and over. So if you listen enough, you just keep, but they're so, it's, I don't, I've never found a a preacher that is so like, um, you feel like you're taking in a lot Mm -hmm. of knowledge. Yep. But you're, it's hitting your 
heart even yes. stronger. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot to chew on. Yeah, I remember him saying, like, you have to... It was like... He has, like, some pithy thing about the three parts of preaching where it's, like, the truth, but then, like, dinner table as well. Okay. Or some, something like that yeah. about... You have to, like, just give levels. them the truth, but then you also have to, like, answer it as if you're just around the dinner table. But he's philosophical, too. Exactly. Yeah, he does both. Because, does both. yes... Yeah. And he says he's not like a. Um, he says he's not an intellectual. What? He's a, really. But he's like the smartest yeah, guy. I think so if you would think of smart. any intellectual Christian, you think of him. And, oh, dude, and he, some of, there's a few others, right? Yeah. But, but he was. He says that. He said that in a, in a sermon because he says when it comes down to it, yeah, that's not the heart. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. For I for him, he goes. Yeah, he goes. Yeah, yeah. He goes, and he goes. I don't like. Yeah. Talking to intellectuals, he goes. It's yeah. like going to. He didn't say fight, but he described it like you're going to get beat. Yeah, up. yeah you're yeah. not going to be enough. Yeah, totally. You just yeah. can't do it. Yeah, man, he's some of the some of the craziest. <laughs> some of the, let me just make sure everything's recording. Uh, he has some of the craziest stories of talking with like professors because he oh would do those gosh. Veritas forums. In fact, one of the like I am still kicking myself because he came. I was at Georgia Tech for uh-huh. like a year and a half, and then I transferred out. But he came there, and his I, ministry's in Atlanta now. Yeah, and I just didn't. I just didn't realize what it was. Like he came, yeah. I was going there, sure. and I just didn't go. That's okay. But now yeah, he has podcast. So wild. So yeah, you're good. Sorry. Why are we bringing that up? Oh, <laughs> well, we talk about bucket. Um, I like what's good. Oh yeah. So it's Bob Stretch and Bob Edo who did like a legendary hip hop. Okay. Okay. Uh, college radio thing, and now they're back as yeah. even older men, yeah, and yeah. they're still doing it. And then oh, the Bible project. The Bible project yep, yep, yep. And good brew oh it's about to pop on y'all uh good uh good brew guide okay okay and my buddy uh harper Mm -hmm. he drummed uh with uh, a group with me and crumb that's cool Uh, the liturgist man i listen to the i went through a hardcore the liturgist phase yeah the ovni shout out to ovni so former professional skateboarder uh two professional skateboarders former they're uh doing uh business related podcast now interesting so so yeah. people you know you kind of grow out of like you get older and yeah, you can't yeah, do yeah. it and so yeah. you got to figure out what to do so this is kind of rad it's almost like music now is music and like the business mindset are just like one in the same now which is uh, pretty sad to me but like uh as a person that mm-hmm. uh works with their um what whatever you call i do it's like the business side is so like a thing yeah it's a lot so yeah trying to uh sharpen those areas yeah yeah here's the thing bro you just can't lay it on me (laughs) you can only get so good at things you're not good at (laughs) do you got to go the whole gary vanderchuk uh way where he's like don't don't worry about your weaknesses right it's the strengths double down on your strengths double triple quadruple down on your strengths i'm totally in there what's your strength you want my you want my five strengths i want to give it to you yeah okay so let's go to my productivity uh, oh, you have them listed on your phone? Yeah, my oh. strengths guide, my Gallup strength. I'm a Gallup strength nerd. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So what is this? This is like Clifton strengths. Clifton strengths. This is the strengths. The I would assume this is the biggest one for okay. you to assessment. Okay. But so, it, but it's an app on your phone to. Mm, to well, take they have the... an app. Everybody has an app. <laughs> <laughs> no. So Clifton Strength Finder. So okay. you do this personally, or you get this done at work, or yeah. whatever. So it there's a a number of strengths there's like 40 something and you can get your top five uh or you can get all of them so there's 40 strengths there's like yeah these are my top five empathy is number one learner is number two developers three uh connectedness is four and activator is five so um what's cool about like a lot of people do this like 
when they work at a church yeah. or they work at work yeah, yeah, yeah. and they like they have a little meeting and they take the test and then they're like cool and it's you, it's like a personality test yeah, like it's like glad we did that thanks yeah <laughs> but strengths is really yeah. cool because yeah, there's yeah. a strong application yeah when i did my strengths it there was a one that tripped me out. My number five tripped me out because I was becoming enlightened about this area in me. Okay. And so when I saw it on the test, I was like, oh, I know that. Yeah. I make everybody mad because of this one. Really? What was it? Activator. You make people mad? Because well, it says is that like, activator is start... somebody that they hear an idea, and when there's a commitment, this person goes to work right away, and they're often seen as impatient. Oh, so it's like so, it's like we need let's let's do it. Let's stop talking about it. Let's after do this it. meeting, when yeah. we come up with an idea during this time, <laughs> yeah, I'll, we will turn these mics and I'll be like, and All I'll right. be like, tomorrow I'm going to text you about this. I want to know your yeah. top five ideas about yeah. how we're going to get this done, yeah, yeah. and then you're going to go. I don't. I wish I never met you. <laughs> but you need the activators, man. Like on you a need team, em. you need you the activators because I'm I'm very visionary. I I don't know what the but yes, I'm you, very there's, like there's yep. And so on our team, like and and we have another visionary too. And so there's other uh, like very practical person that's like okay, but wait, let's stop dreaming. Like let's get down to the the yeah. brass tacks. What's your wife? Is your wife the mm-hmm. opposite of some of the things? Me right, and my wife are like let's pull out the very, the app real quick. Oh, you have your wife in the app? <clears throat> yeah, bro. Oh, dang. <laughs> so okay, she's relator. She's maximizer. a really yeah. Go ahead, read them. What is max relator maximizer arranger developer? I oh, mean, I'm I feel like I'm an arranger. What is maximizer? People who are especially talented in the maximizer theme focus on strengths as a way to stimulate personal and group excellence. They seek to transform something strong into something superb. So they're like good to great. They want to make it like they want to make it really awesome. They're almost like really good at um yeah, yeah. For sure that uh, combined with a ranger. Mm-hmm. Uh well, I just can know all these cuz I know my wife a little bit, so it's like I know what all these mean together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like she like makes things look really easy. And mm. when she's in, she's a leader yeah. and like when she's in a group, you don't understand why you guys are kicking so much butt and it's so much fun (laughs) you're like we're really doing this how are we doing this so well yeah yeah and it's like and it's like you're looking at your leader and you're like you're not even sweating yeah why (laughs) like it's strange at first that's awesome (laughs) so how do your strengths how does that relate like in uh when you're doing production and stuff what's the stuff you love learner number two learner what i wouldn't okay uh yes Learner allows me to say, well, if there's a, a task at hand, I'm excited about digging into yeah. how it's possible to do it. Yeah, yeah. So what do you love what do you love more? The making your own music or making other like working? That's on why other I think doing work that's why so like at this stage and point in my life, like my uh, like business, like my one of my things yeah. is I help other artists make their yeah. realities yeah, yeah, yeah. so i help i take their vision and try to make it a real yeah. thing yeah yeah and so um and that's, that's important like i think a lot of people think that it's just the solo like i just gotta write my own thing bro not everybody yeah. can do everything yeah exactly and yeah. and you know and there's, and there's this thing about excellence and it's like i i can do a lot of stuff only because i can learn about it mm. and then like i'm an activator right yeah, and it's like yeah. well i'm just gonna start doing it yeah it, and and excellence has no, that none of that has to do with excellence mm-hmm. it's just really about like getting it done yeah so when it comes to music production that's why over the years i've able to change my sound and able to get into a new area it's not because i've i've wanted to do that per mm-hmm. se but because i've seen a need to do it and it's yeah. like oh i'm gonna 
I like learning about it anyway, yeah, so yeah, I might yeah. as well go for it. What kind of changes are you talking about? Like, what oh, just moving from sampling to not sampling. Gotcha. And like, you know, having a, a strong hip hop sample aesthetic to going. Oh, I'm gonna make music that sounds more like just for the average listener, like a, a Black Eyed Peas type yeah. of track, yeah, to yeah. a pop track, right? Yeah. yeah and yeah. then going, oh, well, I'm gonna make this type of music mm-hmm. or i'm gonna take what i like about all these things and make this type of weird music yeah do you have to separate like the music you're making for yourself and the music that you're making for more like business type yeah stuff? i don't i don't have to i don't have to separate it but the thing is is i i have to do it yeah, so it's like yeah. if i decide to make music for myself it's not going to sound like anything i had been working on yeah. and typically when yeah. i start to make music for myself it's the opposite of what I'm working on. So yeah. like when I'm making all these drum machine, really kind of uh, more modern hip hop tracks at, at a time when I was doing that, I was making all these really dirty, dusty hip hop tracks on yeah. the side. Yeah, yeah. And so like when I have a lot of clients that I might be making music for, mm-hmm. When I take a break, I'm like, oh, I'm going to make something completely different. Yeah. And it's like, not that I don't have to think about it. It mm-hmm. just happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like every now and then I have to just tell myself to give myself liberty to do it. Uh-huh. It's like, because sometimes I do get caught up in like, okay, well, I got to make something that a lot of people are going to like. What's my angle on that? You know, what's my, yeah. you know, back to the whole niche thing. Like, yeah. Okay, well, what's the niche on? And then I, and then I have to kind of force myself to cleanse you know cleanse it and just go okay i'm just not gonna here, this one's for me like yeah. this one's like I'm just not gonna care and yeah. sometimes a lot of the better ideas and the better things come out of those like just oh being my like gosh. i'm just gonna do this is just for me i'm gonna get four of my friends let's just podcast yeah you know? or, like, or like when you just decide you know what i'm gonna do like i'm gonna iron my clothes today <laughs> and like not put on anything <laughs> and then you're done ironing your clothes and you're like i have five amazing ideas <laughs> You know That's what awesome. I mean? Yeah, no, I That's know exactly what you're talking what you about. Yeah, That's you're what like, you're talking about. Okay, as soon as somebody stopped telling you mm-hmm, what to do, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like you take a breath, yeah. and you go, I think I might like to do this. Yeah. And then yeah, some yeah. of those things you can put on the burner. Yeah. And some of those things end up becoming client work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, if you didn't make time to chill and yeah. to stop trying to do stuff for other people, yeah. Um, you wouldn't have got those great ideas. Yeah, I think that's really important. A lot of, um, I'm recently realizing that I don't often have a lot of downtime to just let my brain wander. I that. Yeah. You seem like that type of person. <laughs> yeah, look totally. At, look at where I'm 100%. at right now. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop this. Uh, but there's, there's uh, I heard recently there's like science about how when your brain is daydreaming, it's actually really important for your, oh, it's almost like your brain like restructuring its hard drive. Radio lab. You heard that yes! on radio. yes. Oh man, you probably did. You're a man after my own heart. I am, bro. Dude, I love, man, I've had some of the most existential like moments like listening to Radio Lab. I I found Radio Lab. um, I was just driving around and I got tired of Catholic radio. Yeah. So I'm like, look, I'm like, what is like the most different? Like, and so I like went to NPR and I was like, I was like, I need this. Like, I need something outside of my bubble. Right. And so, so I was like listening to NPR and then late one night, um, I heard an episode of radio lab and I'd never heard anything like that. It was wild. Right. it, 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 It like, I felt like I was suddenly, listening to war of the worlds on the radio right. way back. Oh, right. That is so crazy. Like, I was like, yeah. this is what, and I remember yeah. I like, I sat in my, this is the first, this was before I even understood podcasts. I just yeah. sit in my car in the parking lot yeah. with the lights off and everything. And, I, and I'm just like listening. Yeah. I'm like, this is wild. 
And I was a fan forever. And I think that Radiolab is unique no matter what background you come from. Yeah. I think anybody that is kind of wired to like that show, when they discover it, you're like, this is a completely unique show. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, in and of itself. I can't tell you how many people I'm sure I've had conversations and there's people around the world that are like, we should do like a Radiolab, but for (laughs) X, right? Do you get that all the time? No, but you think about what Radiolab is. It's not for anything. It's for humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, what I like about Radiolab, and I'm going to bring it spiritually because it's really just how I think about a lot of things. It's just the reality that God is so amazing, bro. Mm, yeah. And so when we take time to try to look at God's creation yeah. and we see how it interacts with itself yeah, yeah, yeah. and we interact with ourselves mm-hmm. and then we interact with everything. Like when you start observing those things, Radiolab is like a show about observation. A hundred percent. I've used clips of Radiolab in ministry before. Yeah. Um, especially the one uh, when this guy who's been, I think, deaf from birth. Okay. If you remember this one, and it's about um, words and, oh, uh, it was, oh, I'm having a flashback. If I had it all pulled up and I was professional, I'd just play it. But um, it's about this guy who doesn't understand that pe- when people are moving their lips uh-huh. that, that they're saying words. Okay. Oh my gosh. And so this woman teaches him about words. So like when she's trying to sign, um, door, he thinks that she's saying like to go to the door. I don't know. She, he doesn't understand that the word door ha- like means the thing. Oh, so he doesn't understand it. And then it's amazing. Like the first where, when he realizes that everything has na- a name, it like completely rewires his brain. He like breaks down into, I mean, he's like a 20 year old man and he didn't realize that people were communicating with language. He thought people were just reading each other's minds. Like, like when people were moving their lips and stuff. And so then Jad Abumrad is like, how does, once you understand that there, everything has a name, how does that word change reality? And I was like, man, word changing reality. Like, uh, right. I was like, dang like that is some deep science like it just rocked me do you think about as people when we get these revelations and when we learn about how god has revealed things throughout the years and but we all have these personal times when we're allowed to somewhat understand a revelation yeah 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 and it rocks us but Here's we there's so much of that to be experienced. Yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. and there's so much that we're not going to experience until it's perfect, mm-hmm. until God allows us yeah, yeah, yeah. to experience those things like. So when we hear that story, mm-hmm. I think that we all can start to either feel or feeling yes, or make yeah. a personal connection. Yeah. And I love the hope. I love the hope yeah. that because God is so amazing. Yeah. Dude, there's so much of that to yeah. be experienced. Yeah, yeah. And and what Radiolab really taught me was to have more wonder at the world, to be more open oh. to, to be more open. I to, love the word wonder. Yeah, to be more open to shrimps clicking underwater. Do you remember that one? No, tell they, me. They, they like don't they like they don't understand that shrimps can make some type of click. They don't uh-huh. know how the shrimp are making yeah. this click and something with like on the molecular level they're like making plasma underwater. Oh, that's like amazing. really crazy. Words. Did you what hear the one about the dirt about how those little things in the dirt were? everything's connected through this new thing they just learned about no (laughs) is that it that's the teaser (laughs) yeah i can't you can't do it justice yeah right yeah it's like these little tubes these microscopic tubes that 
plants use to communicate to each other. So they oh. talked about how plants, how trees interact with each other. Yes, and, I heard about this. Yeah, and so like, but bro, this what the thing they use to communicate. It's in the dirt, homie. Dang, so that's like crazy. things commute. The earth communicates to itself. That's so wild. That's so crazy. Right, but think about how we are learning about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about the reality of what if this is true, and then w- there's so much more that yeah. we don't know. Yeah, yeah. And the the creation is magnificent, bro. Yeah. And I love how you said wonder because back to Robbie. Shout mm-hmm. out Robbie Zacharias, bro. <laughs> he listens. He's yo, like a hey, he's a regular fan. Hey yeah. Pete, yo, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he has a thing about wonder too, and okay. he talked about he talks about um, enchantment. And he talks about uh, children. Okay, so he, you know, obviously. Jesus said, be like a child, right? And it's like he he breaks this down and he talks about how kids look at the world with so much wonder. They yeah. just get excited yeah. about the most random thing, the littlest things. And he yeah. says, in people are missing that in life. Yeah. That is a very important, even like a spiritual thing that we have to be like children mm. because we're missing out yeah. on the wonder. Yeah, God yeah. is a wondrous God. So it's like, I that clicked in my mind when I heard him say that. And mm. I think I've listened to that sermon. It's come up a few times. Yeah. And that has started using that word in my brain. So like, yeah. I, what, shows like Radio Lab and other p- people that explore these yeah. things. This That's American why I love, life yeah, or stuff like just that. Yeah, humanity. Yeah. So social sciences yeah. and then the earth, or just science in general. Like yeah. I'm, I'm so a, so much a fan of trying to understand this thing because yeah. I believe there's so much to try to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You would love. Um, there's a book. There, there's a collection of essays by. Have you heard of G.K. Chesterton? Oh yeah. So he has a collection of essays on like just really weird stuff like if you didn't know better you'd be reading it and you're like this guy was on lsd right because it's like little things about chalk or about like <laughs> like just like it's just little essays i forget what it's called but it's called like it's not much to do about nothing because that's shakespeare right it's like it's is it some... in a book it, did he is like essays all these yeah. essays in one book yeah it's just like i think i think he had a regular column in a newspaper oh, and he would just okay. write like about cows and it was just like him just observe it. he had such a ability to anyways i'm not gonna look it but, up, but. but look think about why, why the reason we're, he probably did that and like it's totally valid yeah 100 percent. we don't the average person yeah doesn't want to yeah might not want to acknowledge how valid well it's it kind of it's kind of um i mean i i don't know how you feel about this whole everyone's an artist thing but i do feel like like the artist in some way does that like he oh my he gosh, takes yes. like he takes he makes people look at stuff in a different way you know like i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna repackage oh you yeah. know love or a common human experience in a way that you're gonna experience like i'm gonna force you to experience this in a way that you've never experienced before yeah being an artist or whatever is not like a it is a very human thing. Yeah. It's not a, a rare thing. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I yeah, I, I'm the most unpretentious about those type of things. Om, almost to try to be pretentious. I'm yeah. unpretentious <laughs> about it. I'm just like, guys, come on. Yeah. What is this? Come yeah. on. This this is humanity. Yeah. People do this. Yeah. I, whether it's valid or valuable or yeah. popular or not, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Has God always been in your life? Like, has it? Has that always been a part of 
your life like way back when when you started getting into music or no so like yeah yeah when i started getting into music i so like when i was 16 i had one of those come to jesus moments uh in like uh, a pastor's apartment like my friend started going to this random church because his mom brought him mm-hmm. and anyways parent, i got in i got christian yes okay and then <laughs> <laughs> well like were you raised like very well, religious or? no okay but we got to go to church every once in a while yeah so yeah, yeah. like the idea of jesus i was like yeah cool tell yeah, me about it and yeah. so like i had a life-changing moment and so, <laughs> that was the worst thing i ever did in my life i um it was amazing i i heard about this story about jesus and then i kind of heard about it in a different way and i was like what totally let's do this thing and like i had a crazy one of those crazy weird like my life changed. Yeah, like, yeah. And it was super powerful. So when I was like, that was like when I was 16. So everything kind of changed from us still skating and still exploring music. And yeah, when I started making music, I, w- I already had a strong, strong, like Christian movement around me. Yeah. I had Christian friends yeah, or yeah, whatever, yeah. stuff like that. But, uh, so yeah. So what was it that, I mean, if you don't mind, but what mm-hmm. was it that, uh, like, what was it that changed or what was it that, cause that for me like yeah. i actually sometimes like i love hearing stories like that yeah. like the more radical ones because i don't i almost yeah. sometimes wish i had a more radical sure. story i think you know that's very I mean? common yeah. people tell me that all the time yeah because and f- for me it was just my dad was really into the faith and it was a very intellectual thing yeah. for most of my life and it wasn't until i met in fact actually it wasn't until i met non-catholics who love jesus a lot right that you... and it challenged me because i was like well crap like they don't know as much as i do but but like they really know Jesus. And then um, in, when I was at Georgia Tech, I realized that part of the only reason I was going there was because I wanted to be rich and smart. Okay. And I wanted everyone to think I was rich and smart. I do. I want that right now. <laughs> I know, right? We could let's do that. <laughs> but I realized it was just like, man, that was the only reason I was doing it. I felt really called to ministry. Yeah. And so I transferred to this university, um, a Catholic university. And I was like, oh, this is going to be these are where all the books come from. Like this is all these Word. kids are going to love the books. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I show up with all my Catholic books and, uh, and not everyone was into the Catholic books, but right. a lot of them were like really into Jesus. Yeah. And I was like, man, like I thought I was into Jesus, you know? And a lot of my friends were just, they just seemed like better people than me. I was like, man, whatever I want, what they have, like, yeah, they talk about Jesus. Like they're hiding him in it in their closet or something like right i want to like talk to him that way so it never it wasn't this like radical thing it just was slowly like an onion and you know i think that's a really common thing too because just because we have like a christian culture Mm -hmm. and just because as christians we do believe we should raise our household to believe in jesus right so like catholic and not like when you have a strong tradition Mm -hmm. i think that is a very common thing and so for me it was it was weird like you know I, i heard about like the there was a thing and, and people probably might know what this is called it's like the lordship like thing the lordship of god yeah like the, the lordship of jesus right the yeah. lordship of jesus so i was presented with the gospel in a way that jesus was your lord yeah 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 so when i heard it in that way i was like yo for real that's what it is yeah, yeah. and i was like I cannot mess this up. Yeah. Like, I was like, whoa, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Okay. Can you expl- just explain a little bit? Because yeah. I'm sure there's some people... So it's basically that Jesus is God, mm-hmm. and because Jesus is God, he wants to be the Lord of your life. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. meant that, like, he wanted to 
be your leader. Yeah. He wanted to be like your teacher. Yeah. He wanted to be like involved、mm-hmm. in your life. Like your day to day was based off of this person called、yeah. Jesus because he's God. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that, like, I didn't know that God was a personal God. Yeah. And so I would personally say it's a, Personal God. No, that's 100%. How I, okay, because、yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it means, like theologically, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. that's how it, it sounds good to me that way. That, that 100% was my, my change in my life. Because、yeah. I, I, like, I knew intellectually that God loved me,、mm-hmm. but at that university was when people started saying this phrase to have a personal relationship. That was really popular. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, I was like, what? Like, and that changed everything for me. Yeah. Like, Scripture was different after that. Yeah. Like, like slowly, you know, it, it's so dumb. Like, I, I would just I would go to prayer and I would almost be intimidated to talk to God. Like, I would talk to God. Sure. But not a whole lot. And it was、uh, my parents, it was always called Dear Jesus in our house because we'd say our memorized、okay. prayers.、Good. And then we'd have our Dear Jesus. And it was, so, always, it was always Dear Jesus.、Um, wait, did you finish your memorized prayer in a, in, all the way through with an amen? Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. finish all of our. And then you would say, Dear Jesus. Well, so, so like, as our, like our family would get together, we'd all kneel down by the bed and we'd all say, like, Our Hail Mary.、Uh-huh. And we'd say, our, our Father. Yes. And then we'd go around the room and everyone would say, a Dear Jesus. Oh, very cool. It was, and, it was, and so that, and, but it turned into a memorized prayer. Like, it turned into、oh, like. Oh, because everybody dear, said the same thing every yeah, time. Or I, yeah, I, I would, Dear Jesus, thank you for this beautiful day. Thank, you know, please help my dad to get a promotion. And please, you know,、yeah. like, and I pray、Super、for、rad. the people. And so even like up through college, I would like, I felt like, Like、I had to do it, like brushing my teeth. And so I knew like, there was this concept of talking to God, but it wasn't until I was, like,、mm-hmm. I, was in, I was in that university and I was like, all right, God, if this is real,、yeah. like, if you actually want to start communicating with me and, and like, be the Lord of my、yeah. life, I'm open to it.、Yeah. Like, if these people aren't faking it,、yeah. I, I want what they have.、Yeah. You know? Heck、and、yeah. It was just、dude. that、Talk、that started changing. To, pray, pray to God in that way while、yeah. you change your life. Yeah,、right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And check this out. I think the opposite in one way, like when I started finding out that there was a historical way to talk to God,、mm. and there's like a traditional,、yeah. or there was a way to talk to God that wasn't just out of your passion and out of your heart,、yeah. blew my mind.、Yeah. And not that it just blew my mind, because I probably knew about it, but when I saw it in practice, Uh, with Fat Mass, I got to do all kinds of stuff.、Yeah. And then we got to stay with some、uh, Franciscan friars、mm-hmm. and stay with them. And when you'd wake up in the friary and you know, you'd wake up to these ch- chants、mm-hmm. and you'd、yeah. go down and it'd be a huge cross with Jesus on it. And it's just like you're kneeling down and you're praying. These traditional prayers, and then you would sing these traditional yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah. And then I was just like enamored with where they were in the world, what they were doing in、yeah. the world, and how they were using tradition、yeah. to drive yeah. their action. Yeah. And so now I have some Catholic prayers that I read、mm-hmm. because the concepts inside of these prayers、yeah. I had never heard. Heard of, yeah, as a Christian person, like what prayer? What do you mean? Like, what like pr- the prayer of Saint、uh, Francis, uh, Fran- Francis of Assisi, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I heard somebody sample a recording of that prayer on a record, 
like on a Christian like a Christian record or was on, it just on like... Marzil as a rap record? Okay, okay. And then so like in that record, but I didn't know it was from this prayer at all. But I'm just yeah. trying to say like yeah. I heard a concept of something on a record, yeah. and it was like a little piece, and it said like, um, "Lord, help me not to seek comfort as much as to comfort others," something like oh, that. Yeah. And then so like when I heard that, it planted a seed inside of me. I'm like, "What? Yeah, that's a thing." Yeah. Like, do you have you heard of the litany of humility? Oh man, I probably maybe I don't know. <laughs> Dude, you would love yeah. this. So this, this, it's very, it reminds me of this. It wrecked my life. But keep, you can keep yeah, talking. No, that's litany. it. So like just those prayers, like, so that prayer is one that so, I repeat often. So did you start, get, so did you go from like maybe more, a more like non-denominational to more like high church kind of thing? Like What's or, high church mean? Isn't it like, I think it's like, because uh, there are some non-denominational like churches that don't have as much tradition. And then there are some like Anglican and Lutheran have like yeah, more tradition. I was, yeah. I was not this. I came from a, uh, a Pentecostal type. Oh, okay. Okay. Church. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, so this was like very snake, overly snake handlers. No, but it was just like, it was super rad, yeah. but it was like very, as when I grew intellectually, yeah. I started studying the history of the church I was at. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, look, what is really going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the church I was at was came was started by a former Baptist preacher who caught the Holy Spirit yeah, and yeah, yeah. started a big revival. Yeah. And so like, but finding out about the Jesus movement and then like going backwards, going tr- like spiritually, traditionally, what do have I been taught? Yeah, yeah. Where does that come from? And so yeah, so I didn't even know about even all that other stuff. So I think I started understanding more about those stuff. I mean, I would be buying books from the bookstore yeah. and going to the library and going, what is all of this? Yeah. Because, because you're searching. Yeah. Even as a Christian, you're yeah. like, because life is, there's so much in life. It's like, yo, I'm trying to get some footing. Yeah. And so I loved, I, I had eventually got, um, I had bought a catechism and, um, I went to like a Catholic catechism. Yeah. And then I went Damn. to like RCIA. Is that what it's called? Yeah. What's it? yeah, yeah. So I did that. I did all of that. Um, but I didn't join the church, yeah. but I was seeking out like, what is, yeah. what's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like what's the truth or like, that's wh- like really similar to Gunker. Like they have a similar right? story. Yeah. They like, were I got s- to hang out with them. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. They're, are they still Christian? I thought I don't keep up with stuff, but I saw Last, something. I don't know if that's a valid question. To ask. <laughs> exactly right. Okay. Yeah, Let's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they said that uh, similar. Like I remember reading that they uh, went through RCAA, but also were like really, really loved like the smells and the bells. You know, like the like he. I think he was at something probably like adoration. He yeah, was at adoration. Some service. Adoration's yeah. amazing. Yeah, where it was like the smells and the bells. You know, yeah. it's so funny. Like I think um, I just. There's been so many times that I've had conversations with people who aren't Catholic, like other other yeah. Christians, and it's so funny how like the parts that I admire in them, uh-huh. like the like I don't know if this makes sense, but it, it was does. like for me, it it was the emotional side, the emotional piece mm-hmm. that I was missing, and the personal piece, and then I have some friends who like they feel like it's so 
over emotional and so personal mm-hmm. that they're missing the intellectual. And I was like, man, like I kind of had to run away from the intellectual for, so it's, it's just so funny how it like Isn't fits it? together like a Reese's pieces, you know, it just Dog, when like, you start under like starting understanding a little bit about psychology and about how people are. Yeah. Like that kind of validates that question. Like yeah. people, there's all these different sides to people and yeah. there's so many different things that make people tick. Yeah. And like, as we grow, we start, to reach into these other sides. I don't think one, you know, the idea that um, one one person is just like another is not true, but the, the idea that we can relate to these other aspects is very true. Yeah. So um, I think it's a very human thing yeah. to start saying, man, there's something missing. Yeah. Or man, there's an itch. Yeah. Why? Why is there an itch there? Yeah, yeah. So is would you say that, I mean, not all of your work is with, christian musicians Uh, in particular but uh like how do you view that whole world i mean i'm not super into it i mean i like i mean i i'm not super knowledgeable in a lot of this stuff in high school i came across um a lecrae album Uh and tadashi i think Uh and it blew my mind because i i started entering in by way of like Hillsong. Cool. And then, uh, oh, and uh, Five Iron Frenzy, uh-huh. which I don't know if they're Christian. Well, they probably, yeah, they definitely yeah. were. They yeah, were like yeah, yeah. probably tooth and nail or something. Yeah. Crazy like and, that. um, but then Lecrae was like, I was like, whoa, this is wild. Like that was really, I mean, and as like an upper middle class white kid. Oh, I mean, yo, you like, would love it. That's I was like, <laughs> that, that target audience, homie. But I mean, I remember like, like, <laughs> I mean, I was just really into it. I was like, yeah, really you should, as you should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I, I mean, I guess early on. I, oh, and propaganda. I meant to. Propaganda, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not above like name dropping and stuff, but I like I, when I saw too that you had worked with propaganda. Uh-huh. I was like, again, that was another. When I came across some of his stuff, like ex, uh, he has this one track, "Excuse Me for Asking," okay. I think, and stuff like that. And I'm like, this, like if it was another moment in my life where I was like, this is like different. Like yeah. this is this is christian but it's it's like challenging me and and like hurting me and like and like cathartic and like like i need this you know like i went through that so that that's like that's it that's all i got those are the only names i got those are right names (laughs) but that's like been my experience but i always wonder in that world like i don't know how how you would how you view like christian music and christian music as an industry and christian it's just it's such a strange thing like uh, like it's an industry so yeah yeah. so but on the the reality of it is like christian music is an industry just like other genres of music are industry and within christian music uh industry you have lots of different genres of music so um it's just some music industry and at the end of the day it's all the music industry it's um the christian music industry is the music industry so i I, i'm you know early on i started once i started making music and non-christians started asking me to be a part of their music yeah i really just started i I made an analogy in mind that mime that made me say okay yeah let's work um and i don't know if this analogy stands up but it's basically just like uh you know when when he goes to work as a dentist. Does he only clean Christian's exactly, teeth? Exactly. Yes. And like the Christian plumber. Yep. So are you the yep. only gonna plumb yeah. people's houses? Yeah, that are Christian? Yeah, yeah. So to me, I was like, well, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Who am I gonna serve? Yeah. Exactly. Who, what's What's my job? Yeah. And so if I wanted to make my job title only serve Christians, then I could have done that. Yeah. But I was like, you know, what? I don't think that's a really realistic yeah. thing in my mind for me. Yeah. 
because it I didn't look at it like as a as a ministry per se. I looked at my whole life as, and that's you hear that, but but it's real. Like yeah. it's almost like, well, my my whole life is gonna be a walk with God. Yeah. Like I'm gonna try to give my whole life to God. Yeah. I want everything I do mm-hmm. to honor God. Yeah. And it's really rad when you look at the Bible though, and you look at uh, people that followed God mm-hmm. and how God hasn't told them to only work within yeah. the house of yeah. Israel. Like like he well, like he took told Jews to like you know like yeah, serve like go out. these yeah. kings. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but how? So, because I relate so much to that, and, but it reminds me back to our like niching down thing. Mm-hmm. Like, do you ever struggle with, well, if I did niche down as like a Christian producer, maybe I, I can't, would... I can't ever do that by the way. Yeah. Cause I don't even niche down to one job. Yeah. So that's a problem. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, dude, that's my life. I don't even, <laughs> yes, <my> <laughs> I can't even, well, we probably relate in the way, the way that you said that you don't like the niches. I don't like to be known as just a producer. Yeah. I definitely don't like to be known as just a DJ. Cause you do video stuff too. But here's do, the thing, yeah. like it, I'm a person that mm-hmm. likes to make stuff. And yeah. at the end of the day, if you think that you want me to be this, I'm going to disappoint you because I'm going to tell you, I'm so glad you think that's so cool. I don't really think it's cool. <laughs> I've just been doing it a long yeah. time. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. so over it. So do you have the problem when you go to like cocktail parties with your, or like a mm-hmm. Christmas party with your wife and they're like, so what do you do? I have that it's problem. really hard. I know. I know. What do you say? Well, I say, <laughs> I say, I, well, I first go to, I work for the church. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, so you're like a pastor? Mm-hmm. I'll go, well, kind of, like, depending on if they're Catholic or not, yeah. I'll be like, well, kind of, I mean, basically, you know, basically for adults, like I'm a pastor for adults, but, you know, I'm Catholic, so there's the priest, and then I just work for the priest in ministry for adults. Or when I was when I was in youth ministry, I got all the time, oh, you're a youth pastor? And, uh, and then they'd be like, so um, eventually you're going to move up and be a real pastor, right? <laughs> And at the time, I wanted to do youth ministry for the rest of my life. I was like, no, I, I want to do this forever. Like, yeah. this is what I want to do. Um, but then when people ask about my side project stuff, like mm-hmm. the, like all this yeah. weird stuff, um, I don't, I have no clue. I'm like, what to say? I dabble yeah. in making things. <laughs> I feel like I always disappoint people when they yeah, ask that question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because so, I hate it. I don't want to. So what do you say? Oh, do you say, where's the bathroom? I prepare. <laughs> That t- that that answer before I go yeah. places. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to psych myself up sometimes. So Not that people it? are always asking me, mm-hmm. but because I do such a poor job yeah, at, at answering it. it. Yeah, because here's what it is: yeah. I answer it so poorly, they get uninterested by the time I oh, finish. Yes, yes. and then they move on. No, and I'm okay. like, all right, yeah, dude. They're like, I'm done with this guy, <laughs> and I'm and I'm almost like disappointed, <laughs> sad. Yeah, but then I'm like. That's a good way to end that thing. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> totally. I can't. Sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Don't put me in don't a box. Don't put me in a box. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love that. I love that. So what's the majority of the work that mm-hmm. you're doing now? Like, because you're yes. starting up video stuff. Mm-hmm. So like for time-wise, the most thing, the thing that takes up most of my time is working in the studio, mm-hmm. which I'm very grateful for. And mm-hmm. I do a lot of mixing and mm-hmm. mastering and yeah. production. Okay. So I work with uh, different artists to do one of those three things, recording, yeah. mixing, mastering, or music production. And then uh, the most of like my business income comes from DJing. Yeah. And then so that, and um, so I'm trying, I've been trying to turn this corner from DJing because DJing is such, now that's the thing you don't want to tell somebody you are because uh, over time it's just really hard. Like, maybe you think that's cool, but a lot of people don't think that's cool. Yeah. And even after a point in time, I'm like, 
I just want to be able to get back to liking music. Yeah, you know, He's, not to diss anybody. I think there's just waves, right? Well, there's it, waves, and it's so it's probably very uh, it's time time intensive to have to go some like it when you had a you said you had a tea or a wedding dj company uh-huh. that's probably the better situation because then you can just contract out maybe to other djs no but that's the or... problem i i can't i don't do business mm-hmm. well to, mm-hmm. i don't want to ever contract out yeah. my work because every time i i do a job i think that this is my my art yeah i yeah. think that i'm responsible for pleasing these yeah. people yeah, i'm yeah. like so like it's like a big deal to yeah, me so true. i think over time i've gotten a lot better with doing that yeah. but yeah i'm not interested in making a turnkey business yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. really not interested in making making those type of things. Now, I would love to find a business. Mm-hmm. I was interested in making a turnkey business. Yeah. Where a turnkey business, like there's just a model and yep. you just mm-hmm. implement mm-hmm. that model yeah. and you make money. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would love to... We started a subscription box company. There you go. <laughs> that was our, yeah. our version of like a turnkey. Yeah. Right. So it's just like anybody can do this work. Mm-hmm. You just bring in the people to do the work. Yeah. And that's smart business, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm still looking for that. But like I find that the, what I enjoy doing, what I get my hands into, like in involve me serving others so that's why in the last few years i was like oh i'm gonna i'm a service that serves artists and i serve communities and so like as a dj i was like i'm serving this community yeah and like as a music producer and a a recording engineer and i'd be like i'm helping this artist Mm. so i'm a server yeah what about the video stuff? How that's brand that? new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I'm so exciting. excited. So that's, that's what I'm hoping to take over yeah. my DJ work. The so stuff I looks good. It. The stuff you've done looks really good. Oh, thank you. I and, really and, like. and, oh, man, it's, uh, dude, brand, like, not even good. Like, the first yeah. few videos I made with a $500 camera, yeah. and I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and it was it was so good. Yeah, but when you're when you're posting all your equipment and stuff, I'm I'm kind of, like, similar. And then I'm, I'm like, drooling. I'm just like, yeah. oh, yeah, equipment, yeah. right? Like, Hello, <laughs> dude, it's such a problem. It's totally an idle thing. It's almost like, thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity to play with really cool things yeah. i hope i don't <laughs> love these things more than you yeah. and i i have i have such a hard time just like messing with equipment forever yeah. and not making anything oh no it's, it's just okay. like messing i bought a you might like have you heard of um oh man the op1 oh the OP, yeah i bought in freaking i'm not a music guy what but i randomly it? i i had to return it i well actually I you sold, bought it from guitar center no i sold it on ebay oh, i bought it on ebay and then i sold it on ebay good for you but i messed with it for a while but i didn't i just wasn't putting enough time to so it. many people yeah. i know have bought that piece of yeah. equipment because it, i don't know for what reason I mean, it's amazing it's, awesome. it's amazing yeah but they they go this is not what i thought it was yeah and it's so expensive oh so it, you end up getting rid of it or it just it, sits on the shelf it was fantastic the problem was it took so much like i would sit to, in order to really get it to do something you would sit down and just spend eight hours with it i mean it was it was so wild and fun yeah. there's I, a really good youtube channel called red means recording okay and uses that and you can sample on it oh yeah so you can sample oh, from yeah. the radio you can do all kinds of stuff. yeah it has yeah. a radio in it and stuff yeah. it was so fun but anyways yeah that thing is really cool yeah that's a great addition to another a piece of studio gear somebody that's making awesome yeah. if it's your first piece of gear it's like the worst piece <laughs> yeah, of gear yeah yeah you don't just, want that as your first one i was just plugging it into this and just like try, oh well no you can yeah. record on its own too so i think i was yeah. doing some of that but yeah that was that was wild i don't even play keyboard i don't even play the keys yeah well that, I, mean, I can make chords but... the hip-hop generation <laughs> yeah right <laughs> that's what i'm saying bro yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like just hack it together just do it yeah just do just it. do it bro yeah that's awesome man <laughs> Well, hey, let's take a break, okay. and then we'll do some rapid-fire questions, and I have to go to the bathroom, so okay. we'll just take a break. Do you need anything? Sorry for talking so long. Oh, no, this is awesome. No, okay. this is perfect. Nice. But anyways, okay, so I got some questions here. So, almost none of them are serious. 
Um, let's make sure there's no other ones. Probably okay. good. <laughs> I know, I'm overly right? serious. <laughs> Are you overly serious? You don't seem overly serious. I don't seem that way. Yeah. Is that like a measured thing? You, have, you like have to really force yourself not to? To be? not to be serious? Yeah. Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Um, I feel that way about introversion versus extroversion. Okay. Everyone thinks that I'm very extroverted, okay. but I have to force myself to be very extroverted. And actually yeah. my job has, it's kind of forced me to be yeah. extroverted. Are you introverted or extroverted? I just read an article <laughs> about how like there's news psychology around that. That's not, like not true. Yeah. It's like, I it's, believe that. it's like a false dichotomy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but in anyways, I, I would assume people would article? say, what's the it, article called? It's uh, in my pocket. I can okay. look up my right, email. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. So, um, there's a um hold on you're fine i'll fill the space here we no, go no i'm singing i think people would say i'm extroverted okay, okay. But, but you know see people cool? think i'm extroverted but too. here's the thing like when you meet especially like uh the famous people on a microphone yeah. in the band like the front men yeah. and women of bands they are not extroverts a lot of the times yeah. and here's and you would think that's crazy right but they found a way to be able to present their art in a way that they can control it interesting okay so yeah in it's not natural for them to yeah. show out in front of people but this is the best way for them to show out in yeah. front of people yeah, yeah. so that control that yeah. sense of control you is know their that's thing. so funny i you know what i kind of feel like that describe that probably describes me a little bit because i do feel like often i will put barriers between me and people or not but like yes this is this is more yes. comfortable for me yes <laughs> isn't that weird no, that so is kind of weird how you can yeah, yeah. kind of open up a little bit because there's Does that make me autistic am i autistic too is that like no, a thing? sociopathic <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a hypo. I'm such a hypochondriac that I do like. I go, am I autistic? Am I? Do I have narcissism? Do I struggle yeah. from bipolar? Like yeah. I totally go down those rabbit holes. Talent smart. It was an article that was I. Talent smart. It's talent another. I've never heard of that. Well, I'll put links. I'll put links to all this stuff in the talent smart. How did I get involved with talent smart? It, it, I'm on their email list, but they send out articles about being. Uh, talent smart and talented interesting in your workplace well so i have so uh, so they talked about that yeah uh, it, there's something called it's like not introversion and it's not extroversion there's a new term that describes people that follow in those fall in those gray areas interesting so it's a spectrum now oh yeah i'm sure there's a big <laughs> my pastor book. my pastor is uh he described being in college and if he's alone for too long he's like i just have to go find someone he has to just go find and he'll find anyone and so I was like, you, man, I've never experienced that. Describe this to me then. Do, are you saying that extroverts feel empowered by people, feel power, energy? From, I mean, like, yeah, like the, the because I do. Yeah, that's the it's, that's I the need best to be explanation. Yeah, that's the best explanation I've ever heard. Is like, where do you get your energy? Do you yes. get it from other people, or do you get it from being alone? I yes. definitely I have to recharge by being alone for long periods of time. Oh yeah, yeah. and so so I had a period of time where I was really depressed, and one of the things that I implemented in my life to help me in these moments was to get in front of people, get with yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. So like I go to coffee shops yeah. Yeah, yeah. and like I meet new people yeah. to feel okay. Yeah. No, that's so funny you say that because I can get, when I am recharging alone, it can be dangerous for me because I can then just start going really down the path. I've never been Oh, like, so that might be a different thing. 
We, oh, yeah, there, we might be talking about more than one thing at yeah, the same time. Yeah, no, no, but I, I can relate to what you're saying because yeah. like, I, I there are times where I'm too alone yeah and i have to force myself like okay no you need to hang out with people because when you hang out with people the fake narrative that you're running in your head about the world is it, gone it it's quieter and it's like i'm okay yeah i've have you been wow. diagnosed with depression or anxiety uh, okay uh, yeah so for sure. i've like wondered if so uh my wife and i talk to a marriage counselor mm-hmm. often and yeah. so he's like registered for all the, yeah and um i've been borderline like wondering whether or not I mean, this part of I had on another girl who has a whole podcast about postpartum depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because it's a topic that one, I feel like it should be de- demystified. Oh yeah, and, for sure. And two, like it's something that I've. I mean, but I'm a hy- hypochondriac, so I'm like, am I just trying to diagnose myself? With, What's a hypochondriac? Explain that. I've heard it's it. It's like I always just think that I have something like i'm always trying to find a name for my sure. thing well i think that is okay yeah. for us to try to find a name yeah, for a thing. Yeah, yeah. now i think that that brings some people comfort yeah because they feel lonely yeah. and scared and they don't know so yeah. if you have a name you can start to understand what that name means yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can start drawing some kind of comfort that you are not alone yeah, yeah, or yeah, that yeah. you are understood yeah. being understood is really important. yeah totally but you, so, but you and i have the same thing about not wanting to be put in a box never so, so there's also like where i'm like so can i tell you if i say i'm bipolar then that's my problem then that's always going to be the thing if i oh, say i'm depression then that's always going to be can i keep it 200 yeah do it let's go so yeah so like yeah. when uh at a long journey right but at one point in my journey when uh, the psychiatrist said look and she opened the book mm-hmm. and she said this is she started reading yeah, it, and then okay, she yeah. said, "Does that sound like you?" I was like, "No." She goes, "Yes, it does." Oh yeah, and she goes, yeah. "People like you live life this way, this yeah. way, this way, this way." And you're like, "This That's is me. what?" No. Oh, let me tell you. This is when I go, "Oh, word!" In that moment, it clicked, and God was good. Yeah, because the reality was, I'm not saying she was wrong. Okay, okay. I was saying this is what is the common practice for how to deal with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because I felt like, no, not to put a name on it. I don't care about the name. It was almost the fact that I was like, oh, word, the result of the name is this, this, and this. Like, the way you deal with this problem, quote-unquote problem, right, is this way. And I was like, sweet, I'm so glad that that... I know I have a God that even if this is what we understand that I might be like, that I don't have to live hopeless. Yeah, yeah, Like, I didn't have to prescribe to... So it awakened the concept of a spiritual awakening in my life. It it reaffirmed that in me, where I was like, took it to God, and was like, okay, God help me deal with it and yeah. god per- this personal yeah. god yeah, yeah really talked to me in a very personal way yeah. broke down some things in a very real sense yeah, yeah and was like let's do this yeah and it was up to me to say okay i'm gonna follow you yeah and bro it's been the best medicine yeah so I don't have any answers but for my personal story yeah god provided spiritual answers and yeah. solutions yeah. that started physical change in my life. Interesting. So we're, are you saying that, are you saying that you, like when I was saying I do struggle with putting a name on it, were, are you, 
I, I I'm saying that na- it's okay yeah. to, to want that yeah. because I think the need to want to do that stems from a real place that should not be ignored. Okay. Okay. So yeah. I think, I think the reality of if you realize that there's a name for it, then you can feel comforted by the mm-hmm. fact that it's a real thing yeah, and that you're not making it up. Yeah. Yeah. And then that might give you a feeling, yeah. a good feeling. Yeah, and yeah. then you could go also, then if you're like a thinker, then you can go, okay, then I can learn about it. Yeah. Then let me read a book about what, uh, how other people dealt with this. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. it's interesting. Like it I, takes you on a path. Yeah. 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 It's interesting though. Cause like, um, like I was talking to some, or the, the counselor, he was like, well, you might be bipolar. Do you want to explore that? Sure. And that was like really different for me because I was like, well, you're supposed to tell me if we should, exp-. you know what I mean? Like, right. so I wasn't really sure how to handle that. I'm not going to, don't keep me talking, but, but, but yeah, let, no, let me tell you, like, seriously. so when you talk to psychiatrists, they often are making their best guess. Yeah, so yeah, for yeah. him to say that is fair because yeah. in my situation, what got me going on that, label yeah. was that what medicine made the best effect in my life yeah, so yeah, yeah. for doctors yeah. you know how like when you get sick a doctor says take this medicine yeah okay yeah so like when you have certain other problems the science around that is let's see what medicine works for this person yeah. then we can start to understand what that person's problem is yeah yeah, yeah totally so you, like there's like would, there's a one with like like this medicine is antipsychotic and antidepressants. Yes. Those are two different and, things. Well, and then there's one medicine I heard recently where uh, it helps people with seizures, but if you have bipolar, yeah, it, it, it will give you it will like it will have an effect on you. If you don't have bipolar, it will have no effect on yeah. you. And then it was like we don't know why. Sure, <laughs> but, like there was another one where it's like, well, we're gonna give this if if this makes you feel better. Yeah. you have bipolar. If it doesn't make you feel better, then maybe you don't. You know, I, and I think that the the understanding. What you just said yeah. is not like a sad thing. Yeah. It's almost like, oh, that's kind of everybody's trying their best yeah, around here. Exactly, yeah. We're just all trying yeah. to figure this out too. Yeah. And that's at the end of the day when you saw the term bipolar, and then you know at that same time the same doctor she was saying this is last year's book. Mm. Next year's book's gonna be like this but bigger. Mm. This bipolar section is gonna grow probably a hundred pages. She yeah. says. So like now there's like twelve degrees of bipolar. This here's the thing. Like we're just trying our best to learn how to deal with these issues, yeah, yeah, and we're yeah. putting names on it. Yeah, yeah. And the more we discover and we research Mm -hmm. the more our our books grow on these topics yeah and so and then maybe 30 years from now like bipolar won't be a thing yeah it might be called something completely different maybe it's like bipolar one bipolar two type you know saying there's like 12 of them yeah yeah oh there is yeah there's like a there's a lot of them oh okay yeah so because the understanding is they're getting better at understanding what these things are because that's what because i mean part of it was i mean not to not to have a counseling session with me right now but part part of it was like I was like, man, me and my wife use this language of like, oh, you're on an up. Oh, no, you're on a down. Yes. And so he was like, okay, well, like, like maybe you have, are you, are you like selling your home and running off with other women? And I was like, that was one thing of bipolar. Yeah. That was one. Yeah. Yeah. People with bipolar. And then other people with other bipolar, the other side of it, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like, okay, well, like, you know, we can, we can keep exploring this, but you know, like, how is that? Like, what's the end game? Kind of like what you were saying. Like, what's the... Exactly. So what do you want? What do you want to do? Like, do you want to, um, you know, do you want to, like, go the medicine route? Take do medicine, you wanna try? Yeah. yeah, like, are there other things you want to try for it? Do you want to try exercise? Do you want, like, what do you want to do? And I was like, man, like, I guess I just never thought of a, 
normally I'm, I'm used to like a doctor just saying, yeah, here's your problem. Here's what you do. Yeah. And this was different. It was like, okay, what do you want to completely, what do you want to pursue? You know, the, I think when I was discovering, when I was going to the counselors the first time, um, you, I got all kinds of different advice and yeah. one counselor gave me a worksheet mm-hmm. of exercises mm-hmm. to do. And I was so offended. Now thinking back, very valid thing mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Not a very personal, emo- uh, empathetic thing to do. So it was like a survey, like take the survey kind no, of thing. No, it yeah. was do these exercises. So this work, go home, take this worksheet, and do what it says to do. And the worksheet said, wake up, do ten jumping jacks. Oh, go this was for like a, a worksheet that's supposed to help you. It was like telling me what exercises to do. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's like yeah. a worksheet of exercises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no. So it was like. I want to kill myself, and you're telling me to do ten jumping jacks, <laughs> yeah, right? Like, like I, to me, I, I was like, "This is not yeah, right." Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the reality of it, in the in the sense that, does physical exercise give you endorphins to help you feel better? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Is there yeah, a yeah. physical, like, physical element to yeah. our emotions? Yeah, a hundred thousand percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't mean that there's not an emotional or a psychological totally. or a spiritual chemical or a chemical or but the like, psychological. Yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and that's physical too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But um, but spiritual. Yeah. So like my journey, God took me down a spiritual path that started changing things and definitely changed the way my brain works. Yeah. Dang, that's wild. It changed it. It changed the fifth when you because when you really think about here's there's just two sides to the coin. Mm-hmm. There's one side that says we are a victim or we are dependent on our physical body. Mm-hmm. Our physical body controls us. Yeah. And then there's another side that says we tell our physical body what to do. Okay. Okay. And that so yeah. mentally. Our brain, the mm-hmm. way our brain works, we can say either I have control over how my brain works or my brain is completely controlling me. Mm-hmm. And then, so I believe through how God counseled me and the people he put me around and the, and the change in my life that it was up to me to make decisions mm-hmm. to follow God to change the way my brain was working. Mm. So and, kind of like like rewiring your brain in some ways, right? And like, absolutely. And yeah. if you look up like change your mind, yeah, change your yeah, brain, rewire yeah. your brain, it's super popular yeah. nowadays. It's, it's a real thing. It's kind of like a isn't that like uh like cognitive behavioral therapy or something? I think it's like sure the, I don't that know we have that. these pathways that get like I've heard, exactly right. We have yeah. plasticity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That we have pathways, and I've thought about that too. That it's, like we actually do. Yeah, for and sure. we start getting into um, common you, patterns, and yes. then so it's like, okay, well now I'm thinking this way, and this leads to this, and then how do I break out that pattern? Yeah. I was about to say you are very familiar with. You feel like your brain is stuck in a cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I got into is I also got into um, meditation a little bit, oh, yeah. and not like Super spiritual important. meditation, but like yeah. just well, breathing exercises mm-hmm. and just focus focusing and it was like it started becoming like oxygen for me i was like man like i'm i'm feeling better and i'm less anxious and dude oxygen changes everything by <laughs> yeah, the way. right i'm not even yeah. joking like yeah, yeah. we wim wim hof are you familiar with that? no oh dude anyways for later you gotta look nobody does hof. yeah he's even like, like when you're getting angry they mm-hmm. say count to 10 and breathe deep yeah. it's like whatever yeah do it yeah seriously yeah do it you would love wim hof he has all <laughs> these weird breathing exercises and he like runs in the snow and stuff and nice. like he'll do this like deep breathing and let's, then eight... let's breathe deep right now okay dude i feel better wait wait 
We gotta do it I again. Talk, I got too excited. Okay, okay. We can do it. We can do some of that. How do we feel? Amazing. Amazing. Let's go lift some weights, bro. <laughs> I have weights. Let's we can lift. <laughs> Dude, don't you feel good? I do, I do, I do feel good. In okay, God's here good. we go. We're gonna just end up talking for hours and hours. Okay, here's some random crazy things. Um, how did you handle turning thirty? Are you thirty? Uh, oh yeah, I'm over. Okay, I'm way over. Th- okay. Yeah, I bought myself a cake. A cake? I bought myself a. Ca- I actually you bought did, your own cake. That was the I first bought, time you bought your own cake. I bought myself an ice cream cake, and I bought myself uh, the light, the candles yeah. that said three zero, yeah, yeah, and yeah. saying happy. Birthday. I'm turning thirty this year. Good for you. What should I do? What should I do? dude do something very youthful okay yeah. buy, like buy a motorcycle no bought, no, no, no like an ice cream cake oh, okay. i would okay. recommend that like okay. I, that's what like what i did but maybe i'll iron all my clothes <laughs> if you feel good about it <laughs> yeah. like if that makes you feel good <laughs> yeah then do it <laughs> okay um oh this was a random idea uh if you could force everyone to listen to one album every, like everyone in, let's say everyone <laughs> in the world or everyone in the united states if you could force everyone to listen to one album, oh, that's recording. That's good. If you could force everyone to listen to one album, uh, Sgt. Pepper is a Lonely Hearts Club. Ooh, fan. interesting. Yeah. Are you a huge Beatles fan? My, I grew up. My mom is, and I am, yeah. uh, somewhat. Yeah. Awesome. Um, are we living in a simulation? <laughs> of course. You are. To- I'm so glad I wrote this card down because you're totally like Dude. the type of guy that would love a question like that. Of course we are. I feel like we could talk about this for three hours, probably. We're a god simulation, homeboy. <laughs> this is a god dream. This is a god dream. Yeah, that's one of my. F- that's a good song. I like this yeah. song. Um, let's see. Let's see. No, this was another. If you could ask God any question and you knew that He would answer, like right away, oh. what would you ask Him? Pat, I would. I would say, God, can I pass this question? Because <laughs> He would say something that would rock me. You know, to the course, so I would be so funny. scared of the answer. You know, that's so funny. I you couldn't say that. deal. Yeah, that's so funny you say that because my immediate reaction when someone said that was, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I'm like overwhelmed by that question. Yeah, that's hard. That's a tough question. I'm in a stage in life where I'm reflecting on how Jesus said things to people, mm-hmm. and like in my prayers right now, I'm literally going, Jesus. The things you said are so difficult. Mm, yeah. And like, they're so difficult. Yeah. Bro, when God says stuff, like if he, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Like, but he's the most real dude. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like, if you are really bringing a true question yeah. to him, you probably stems from someplace inside yeah, of you. Yeah. You probably want something. Yeah. You probably want to answer. Yeah. And God's going to rock you, bro. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> dude. I, yeah. <laughs> Because, like, anytime, anytime people asked him questions, they were That's like... That's what I'm saying. When Jesus gave him, like, these answers that either were, like, very accept... Like, you're like, I want to follow you forever. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. Did you notice? Yeah. People, like, either followed him or they totally ran away from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, I want to follow you. Oh, yeah, sell all your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Gone. Gone. No, see, I feel like I, feel like I wouldn't... I, I don't know if I'd be able to go to a deep enough place. And it's so funny because I feel like it represents maybe what my prayer life is like. And maybe I need to ask God more questions in prayer, but I feel like there would be so much pressure and I would ask him a question and he'd just look at me and be like, you know what I mean? Like he'd just look at me and be like, do you know, but that's what the smartest people in the world do, by the way, like 
Jerry Seinfeld, you know, he has that coffee that showed comedians and yeah, cars yeah, getting yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had mentioned this to somebody, but it's a real thing. And people do this all the time at yeah. work and business yeah, yeah. where people come up to them with an idea and they say, here, I have this idea. Boom, boom, boom. And then Jerry says, just don't say anything. Just look at them. And he goes, they will turn around and come back to you with five better ideas. Wow. He goes, regardless if you think their idea is good or not, like yeah. if they have a good idea, you don't talk to them. They'll come back with a better idea. <laughs> have you tried that? Have you no, tried that? No, but I think it's smart. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like, so like yeah. if God did that yeah, to you, God, God was saying, like, oh, you're you know right. what? You're right. Because he's, he's saying, you know exactly what you mm, need to do. Like, yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. I feel like that's how he'd do it. I feel like that's how he'd do it. But he's, he's a nice, he's, God is gentle to his kids, right? Like he, is, he, yeah. he speaks gently, yeah. but, but the, the effects are not gentle. They're usually <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Life-changing. What's the weirdest thing you've ever done to a microphone? <laughs> We. <laughs> this is just me trying to be goofy. No, I, I don't like know. That. I don't know if I'm oh, being. I've, I mean, I've silly. opened a microphone and took it apart before, yeah, okay. but I found a microphone in the desert before. What? Uh huh. You just found a random in microphone? the Death Valley. It was probably a Sure SM7B because you can beat the crap. That's out so of funny. Those. It was a Sure uh, 58. Oh, okay. Wait, yeah. wait. Are, is this a Sure 58? Wait, is it SM7B? Am I getting them confused? No, the yeah, SM7B you... is the radio mic. It's no, 58. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah, you can beat the crap out of those. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it is one. I have it. Nice. I've recorded it still. Yeah. Uh, praise of worship is kind of weird, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. It is. <laughs> we are manipulated like a mug. <laughs> I mean, I love praise and worship, but the other day, I have to show you this. The other day, I, so I like put on a retreat at my parish, and I was in the back. Are you familiar with like Pro Presenter? It's just like uh-huh, of course, to, yeah. Um, and I was in the back, and I sent a, I sent this. Pre- I volunteered at church before. Bro. Okay, I okay. know. <laughs> uh, I sent, I sent this image to my friends. Yes. I was like, praise and worship is pretty weird, huh? And it just, it's just, you can't see, but it's a lyric from a praise and worship song, and it just says, yeah, 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 or yeah, 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 yeah. Oh Jesus, yeah, my God. <laughs> I was like, uh do you have children yeah yes. five yeah we have five you have five kids i know i look 18 okay. you look good bro <laughs> how how well i told you you said turning you're 30. turning 30 yeah, yeah, yeah. you're a good looking dude and thanks five. so you know how when your kids are really young and they want to show you something that yeah. they've made mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or they want to perform for you yeah like you know how wonderful that is yeah but when we sing yeah 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 god yeah like you know god's looking at our hearts number one <laughs> yeah 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 but when if he were to like tune in yeah. to what we're doing, yeah. he would be like, what? so cute. <laughs> so that's, that's, I'm so happy they take time yeah. Yeah. to color pink yeah, yeah, yeah. on a piece of paper for me. <laughs> and that's like the best way I've <laughs> like, ever heard someone put it. Yeah. That's a really, yeah, no, that's it's like a, really a kid performing for their adult yeah. parent. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so here's my last crazy idea I had. I was like, and I like clip out segments and stuff. I thought it'd be funny either to... Where is it? Where did I pull it up here? Uh, do you like country music? Sure. <laughs> Willie Nelson. I can get down with Willie. I'm like, okay. So Texas I found, country, I can do that. I found some pretty wild country lyrics, and I thought <laughs> either we can try to rap them oh, yeah. over like a track. We can definitely do that. Okay, okay. Or but what was your other idea? I, but I figured we would throw a twist. Okay. So there's a place called Country Donuts, but I don't think they were open. But I figured we could do it while eating donuts. Why didn't you? I just try to surprise and delight. <laughs> <laughs> I just try to surprise. Because... So I it's love like, donuts. so I think it's like it's something where like maybe we'll 
every time someone like rings a bell while they're performing the rap, okay. you have to take a bite of the donut or something like you that. You lost me. Keep going. Okay, so like I'll give you I'll give you a, like a a Countries. chunk a chunk of a horrible or crazy country <laughs> lyric. You have to try to perform it as a rap. Yes. Every now and then the other person can like tap the bell. Uh-huh. And you got to take a bite of the donut and keep going. Okay. Okay. And maybe we'll what kind of track could we pull up? Pull it one up? Okay. Pull some something slow, something modern. Do you want me to pull up some of your stuff? Oh, no. Oh, that's even better. Hey. Uh. A sucky sucky now. Okay. Okay. All right. So here we go. You ready for this? Yeah. Oh, we got to get this a little louder. All right, so this is number one. <laughs> this is going to be so weird. <laughs> okay, who, who goes first? Do you want rock, paper, scissors for who goes first? All right, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. You go first, bro. What? No. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Okay. And um, okay, so this is a country song as performed. Oh, and here's our donut. Select our donut. I, I think the bullseye should be the one we do. <laughs> Give me this one right here. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> should we do like you can't laugh while doing it too? Of course. I'm so intimidated. You're a professional, man. Okay. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> I can't even do this. This is my idea. I can't do this. Okay. Ready? Do I need to read it to you? you, you Maybe you it. can be my hype man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Homie. That made me feel comfortable here. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Drop kick me, Jesus, through the goalposts of life and over and neither left or right. Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights. Drop kick me, Jesus, through the goals. Of- <laughs> oh! Through the goalposts. Yeah! Drop kick me, Jesus, through the goalposts. Uh! Kick me, Jesus, through the goalposts of life. Straight through the heart of them. I- Drop kick me, Jesus, through the goalposts. <laughs> Straight me, through the goalposts. Drop kick me. Okay. <laughs> I just like the bell sound. Okay. Drop kick me Jesus to the goalpost. This is an actual country song. A Jesus country It's song? called Drop Kick Me Jesus to the Goalpost of Life, recorded by Bobby Bear in 1976. Oh, that makes it so much better. Yeah, Thank that you. That, yes, 1976 is a very appropriate yeah, yeah. time okay. for somebody to say that. Um, you can select another one if you want. I just put like a few weird I ones was, in I there. wanted that one. Drop <laughs> kick <You> me can... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, I can't do that. Okay. I'll pick a different track. Right, go. <laughs> this is an amazing donut, by the way. Dude, it looks so good. <laughs> you, like some... oh. you actually did it really good to the rhythm, man. Oh, gosh. I had Drop, kick me. Jesus. I, just, I just met you and I, I just did that, wasn't I? I love... I love little baby. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey, y'all, check it. This is the entire lyric. Okay. Okay. Man, what should I do this? That's killing that donut. That donut's legit. Okay. Oh, I'm you got to hold a donut now. 
Can I have the red one too? Is this strawberry? I don't know. I don't know what or any is that of it strawberry? is. I have no idea. Are you allergic to strawberry? No. I want strawberry. <laughs> I love this intro right here. Yo. Uh. uh. Yo. Uh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check it. Love little baby ducks, old pickup trucks, slow moving trains in the rain. Uh. I love a country theme boat. My dream floats. Sean Pete is your hope. I love you too. I love the leaves and the wind. Picture my friend. Birds are the world squirrels. I love coffee in a cup. Little fuzzy pup. Bourbon glass in the grass. Y'all. Sounds so explicit. I love you. I love honey in the swamp and the sugar in the sun. Got mad rice and eating the donut. Here we go. You Yeah. Just one of them. Uh, fire, bro. That's mumble rap. Man, it is mumble rap. It's <laughs> <laughs> mumble rap. What is, what, so what was that one? That one was, uh, I forget what that one was. Oh my gosh, some of those lyrics were what? I love little baby ducks. Old pickup trucks. This man, this is the entire re- lyrics of I love. You cannot ri- start a song with Oh, do dumb. you do you like watching rate rate the bars or whatever? Have you oh, ever seen that? that? Is so good on Genius, uh, is yeah, it on Genius? I think so. Yeah, if you had to give this a rating, <laughs> <laughs> just the lyrics in general. I love baby ducks. What else? I it's love like you usually too. out of five, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I would, yeah. I would say point uh, zero one. Okay, okay. I love <laughs> I love honest <laughs> open smiles, kisses from a child, tomatoes on a vine, mm. and onions. That's a pedophile. That's, <laughs> you can't do this. <laughs> I love winners when they cry, Oof. losers when they try, music when it's good, comma, and life. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to lyric writing school. And, and, uh, and, and I love, and, and then the final is like, and I love you too. Here's the thing, man. Country music is wild. Country music is the original rap. Really? I believe that. Well, just listen to that. Yeah, that's, or that, like that's Amigos lyrics. Right yeah, there, or like, or like maybe kind of like blue. <laughs> that told, sounds like Amigos. I would believe anything you told me. Yeah, I could. I would. You could convince me. You could convince you. I. I feel so inadequate in this realm of music stuff that I would believe you if you told me. If you were like, look, no, really, like the original rappers they started in country. I would be like, okay, cool. No, people yeah. have been rapping for a long time, but they didn't yeah. start in country. That's for sure. Okay, how many was that enough? Should we do? Should well, we let's do? Let's just eat donuts, man. Okay, we'll just let's eat actually put on. Drake and eat donuts. Okay, this joke. But well, I don't know if I can. Yeah. I probably get ripped down. If you can't I do that. that. Okay, maybe we'll just maybe we'll play mu- Maybe we'll just play music and read the last two as we eat donuts and just rate them. I'm down for okay. that. Okay. This donut is super legit. Would it be weird if we played some of your stuff? You can play my stuff. It's fine. I had it up on SoundCloud earlier. I don't know what I have on SoundCloud. I don't know. Oh shoot! There you go. Oh. Okay. That's gonna. There's gonna be rapping on this. Song. Oh, there is. Do you have yeah. an instrumental somewhere? There's there's some instrumentals on there probably. Go to tracks. Yeah. What's that top one? Does it say instrumental? There you go. Oh, there you go. We can do that. Which this is a guy you you Nico just Santana. worked with, right? Mm-hmm. Like he just released something recently, right? Yeah, that's a newer record. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's okay. read. Okay. I'm going to have another one of these stuffed ones. Yo. Okay, so Dropkick Me Jesus. We also had... Okay, we already did that one. Oh, this is a Johnny Cash. I didn't realize I've been flushed from the bathroom of your heart. Oh, shoot. Johnny, don't do it to him. I've been washed down the sink of your conscience. 
in the Where? theater of your love, I lost my part. What? Yeah, I was... And now you say you've got me out of your conscience. I've been flushed from the bathroom of your heart. I'm so glad. If I was that person, I'd be thank you. Thank yeah. you. I don't want to be in the bathroom of your heart. I don't want to be in there. Yeah, <laughs> not, a, not a very good place for me to be. That's okay. such a weird thing for Johnny Cash to say. Yeah, you know, Johnny was before his time, bro. He was way ahead of his time, yeah. <laughs> um... What's the other one? Oh, the other one I got was oh, this is a, a honky tonk. Yeah, th- this is a song that is played still. It's a strange song. Yeah, they get when, two step. This is two step in country song. That's true, but it's uh. Wait a minute, you are, you do two step to the song. You know the song. I do, do a little bit. My <laughs> wife, my wife, uh, what, we were, we were dating. And my wife said, if we are going to get married, you have to learn how to two step. <laughs> and I was like, city, city Florida boy. I was mm-hmm. like, I, I don't. And she's like, it's really easy. Just. Sit. Anyways, the lyrics of this are crazy. Got it going on like Donkey Kong, mm-hmm. which what does that mean? Woo-wee, shut my mouth, slap your grandma. I, I think you know what that means, by the way. <laughs> there ought to be a law. Get the sheriff on the phone. Lord have mercy. How she even got them britches on on that honky-tonk but donk donk Yeah, bro. That's nuts, man. Yeah. Anyways. Remember Donkey Kong? He was holding that girl. Like, oh, don't... is that what that means? No, it's not what it means. <laughs> There's imagery, though. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. This is a pretty good donut, actually. I'm so grateful for donuts. I'm so grateful for you and Shipley's donuts. You can take all of these home. <laughs> not a good call. <laughs> we'll leave, these, leave the evidence here, bro. Well, ma'am, thanks for coming on. Yeah, dude. Thanks for, like, we met on the internet, and now we're friends. Yeah, we are. And you came over, and you probably had no idea what to expect. I didn't want to think about it. Did you, did you know you'd, you'd eat donuts? This Probably makes not. it way better. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Are there, any, yeah. are there any last announcements? Like, no. normally towards the end? Uh, normally towards the end, if you have any, like, if you want to plug anything or, like, yeah. announce anything or people can get a hold of you somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. follow me on Instagram. I'm always uh, doing projects, and there's always going to be projects released. Through Instagram. Um, uh, and I keep up with people through Instagram. So nice. holler at me is DJ S-E-A-N-P. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you do have a website, too. Uh, DJSeanP.com yeah. DJSeanP.com And it has like my discography But y'all hit me up and let's do work I like to make things if anybody needs something made yeah. Or you want to work together let's yeah. do it I'm, I am trying to think about like Should I just get someone to do like the video work of this Like, get, like Let's work together bro let's yeah, do like, it get some, It's so fun Yeah, I got lights too and we can make it yeah. happen Yeah yeah that'd be awesome I, I like making stuff Dude thanks for coming man Yeah I appreciate you Alright bye everyone Bye <laughs> It was inappropriate for me just to say bye just just now. <laughs> this is your show. No, it was, that was it was it was charming. <laughs>